Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Spooky Movie Squad. This is episode 125. Damn. Chapter 1 of Zombie Month. So we are back doing zombie stuff. I think last year, if we go through all the movies, I think zombies was like the biggest percentage of a, movies. We did a lot yeah. of zombies. Even when it wasn't two year. months. Even when it was zombie it wasn't oh, even we, zombie months. Right. We She's just right. did zombie stuff. We extended yeah. it to two months. Yeah. yeah. But there were movies out there that were like zombie adjacent and we did like uh uh what's that outbreak one that you really like? The um, one with the chick from Dexter. You kinda oh, call those zombies. quarantine. You kinda call those zombies. Yeah, you but that, could. Well, we did that in like the disease yeah, month. We did. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, well yeah. most we, disease movies are like zombie movies. Yeah, we, we pull a lot of <clears throat> zombie films in other genres, but it's like it's kinda like zombies. Zombie esque influenced. I have to put a grind my gears in right here. <laughs> Stop trying to make smart zombies. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> smart zombies, it's a lot of work. But we watched a uh, an amazing film. It's in one of my top tens. One of my top tens. It's in my top ten films of all time. This movie, Steve, Terrell, all of us, we went and watched it. And we were in like the front row because we got there late. And this was before the age of saving seats. Oh, it's so nice now. But back then, we sat in the front. And I was sitting next to my friends. And then someone took their shoe off. And they were hitting each other. I moved away from everybody. And I remember Terrell yelling, oh, you do good for us? I was like, yes, I am. Yes, I am. <laughs> and I watched this movie by myself quietly for, it was, it's like five hours long. Mm-hmm. Uh, we watched Grindhouse. Grindhouse films. Uh, what does Grindhouse mean, Otis? Thank you, young, young citizen. So the Grindhouse <laughs> situation, it's multiple films in one day or night. Uh, what they used to do back in the day, it used to be tons of fucking films you pay like i don't know a quarter whatever price and there were movies all day and you would sit and they were not that good but you paid like a quarter so you can't really complain but you didn't know mm-hmm. any better yeah <laughs> it was a marathon and there was air conditioning so exactly who gives a fuck? and and so <coughs> and so they did a ton of them with horror themed and a lot of them were pretty exploitative <laughs> Like, you know, like black position films, you know, just kind of ridiculous. The Grindhouse films, they aimed for very ridiculous plots and scenes and things you don't really see in horror movies. Usually pets don't die. Kids don't die in horror movies, usually. Uh, in these movies, anybody can die. And they usually die in terrible ways. And so, because they were going for the shock and the, the craziness. They want people to freak out watching them. So, uh... Robert Rodriguez and Quentin Tarantino, they came up with the idea of doing a double feature of two full movies. Like, Death Proof is, like, two-something, like, two hours and something. This movie's past an hour and a half. And they actually got their friends, because they know tons of famous directors or silly people in the world, and they had them do fake trailers in between. So before the movie, before the first movie, in between one and two... And so we got to see some amazing trailers, and just about all of them have become movies, except Don't. I don't really want to see Don't. Or Thanksgiving. That was a really cool one, too. So we're Vampire Women of the SS. Oh, we're, 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 we're Wolf Women of the SS. We're Wolf Women of the, the SS. So fuck out of that. Yep. Fun fact, when we were watching this movie, so Planetary was first, so we watched it, and I was like, that was amazing. That chick got a gun for a leg. This is awesome. This old guy was sitting next to me with his like, granddaughter, and the whole movie's like, oh, 
just just <laughs> flabbergasted just flabbergasted just... about the madness that he was watching on screen. He got to Werewolf Women of the SS trailer, the first one, and he sees like these werewolves with machine guns and Nicolas Cage playing a, a fucking uh, Fu Manchu. It, it's <laughs> awesome. It's an awesome trailer. Rob Zombie did it. And he said, bruh, I'm done. I'm out. And he leaves and he just gives up on it. And I was like, damn, man. Like, you made it, you made it through zombies and guns and legs and stuff and you gave up on werewolf women. But he didn't, he didn't see the Thanksgiving trailer where a guy was having sex with a person that was stuffed like a turkey. Terrell, <laughs> Terrell shrieked when that came on screen. And, um, and one of his favorite lines of all time from horror movies, uh, they say, white meat, dark meat, all will be carved. Oh, uh, Jesus. Yeah, he, That's a really funny fucking he trailer. says that all the time. It's one of the coolest lines. Who's the guy who did the voice? Uh, it was uh, Eli Roth. Eli Roth. He did the voice Looking and incredible. stuff, and he did the trailer. But no, uh, this this is awesome. We sat there, and we giggled, and didn't pay that much, and we watched it, so it's awesome. So, Robert Rodriguez, he did the first movie, Planet Terror, and so he came up with the idea actually after making The Faculty, and so he was well, talking to like Elijah Wood and all those cute young actors that went off to do amazing things, and he told him that zombie films are kind of dying out, but one day... They will become awesome again. So that's cool. He had the foresight back in like 96, 93. I can't remember when Faculty came out. Mm. I don't know. Maybe, oh, it maybe it was less the fact that zombie movies weren't cool or more the fact that they just were, they, they didn't put out any zombie yeah. movies. Not that had to have been like 98 because it was right before Josh Hartnett hit it big in Pearl Harbor. So. Oh, yeah. And so this movie has been on his mind for, for a long time. And so. When Quentin Tarantino comes to him, he's like, hey, man, I got this really cool idea. Do you have any sweet ideas? And he's like, yeah, man, I want to make a zombie film. And so he comes up with this crazy idea of go-go dancers and a disease and craziness. This movie is a mess. If you really sit down and think of the plot, it's absolute mess. But uh, it's awesome. He got a ton of his friends to be in it. And just about everybody in this movie is famous in some way. And it, it's awesome. It's star-studded, and you'll see... But you know what's funny? The, the, the main guy, nobody really knows him from anything. Yeah. Uh, Unless you're, like, a hardcore Scrubs fan. Yeah, uh, he was in uh, Lady in the Water. That's a good movie. Oh, it's a good one. A lot of people don't like it. It has Paul Giamatti in it. It's a really good fairy tale. Uh, he actually came up with that story. He was uh, he came up with story for his kids, and he came up with mm. that. He's like, damn, that'd be a pretty good movie. I don't think it did that good. I guess it was a good movie for his kids. Uh, But no, this movie's awesome. And so there were tons of ideas and stuff like that. Uh, We'll get into the fake trailer. We'll kind of go on that. Uh, But yes, uh, tons of characters have been in other movies like um, the sheriff. uh, The, I forgot what her name is. The one with the shots, the needles. Uh Uh-huh. I forgot what her official title is in a hospital. She's a doctor. Uh, well, her, that doctor, her title no, is she's a doctor. Yeah. Her title is Dr. Dakota Block. Oh, okay. Oh, she's a doctor. Oh, that's cool. Uh, but her dad, uh, the one, the sheriff, mm-hmm. the cool cowboy guy, he was actually in From Dust Till Dawn. He was the one that got his head blown out in the <laughs> uh, the first scene when they're in the the gas station. When uh, Quentin Tino was like, he made a face at him. He's like, I didn't make a face at him. I swear to God. He's like, no, you made a face at that cop. That's why we killed him. We're going to kill you now. He's like, don't kill me. Um, and he was in the Kill Bill movies. 
And so it's a weird. Yeah. And the deputy was sex machine, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. And so, everybody in it. Yeah. Uh, everybody that's in those movies. Uh, the other sheriff that's with him, uh, he was the original mariachi. He was in the oh, yeah. first version that he made it in. He got Antonio Banderas. The better Just version, better. I would say. <laughs> the, better, <laughs> the better pick. Improvement. Definitely an improvement. Yes. Uh, but no, there are tons of people. And so it's really cool. Uh, in the old school grindhouse way of making the films, you always get one super famous person to be in your movie. And all the scenes you do with him, you always have him facing away from people. So you can do those scenes later. Because you don't want to pay too much money for him. You're like, I'm heavy for like five minutes. You read these lines. And it's like, Bruce Willis is in it. And he's all these right. scenes, he's like by himself. He's never. There was one scene he was. He had the soldiers behind him, but all the talking parts, he's always. They were talking to him from an angle, yep. and so that's just a little just nod to how they did things back in the day. Because you don't want to pay too much. Because if you got him with other people, and then you have him too long, there. Uh, no, this movie is awesome. <laughs> a ton of people in the movie were just friends of Robert Rodriguez because he just wanted to put him in it. Uh, the strip club owner Skip, that was like his uh, real estate agent. No way. He just, he just got him in the movie because he said he's just really funny. <laughs> and then uh, the doctor that's with uh, Dr. Uh, Block, uh, the one guy that was showing all the pictures of penises and the holes and stuff, that's Robert Rodriguez's doctor. Because he said all that cool medical shit that he was talking about. He's like, yeah, new dude in this other country and all this stuff. He, that was real. There was real pictures of his. And so he's like, yeah, be in the movie and just talk. And he's like, okay. That's awesome. Uh, no, but it's it's... Awesome. Tons of people are in this movie. The soundtrack, uh, it's a nod toward John Carpenter, so it's like The Thing and Halloween. Uh, he went all out on this film to make it really Sorry, creepy. Sorry, I'm late. No, you're good. But uh, the doctor, was it, he looked a lot like Andy Richter, too. Mm-hmm. The first time I watched it, I thought it was Andy Richter. Yeah. <laughs> and so, so I was like, wait, he was his doctor? Yeah. <laughs> but no, this movie's amazing. So... I like the the funny part about this movie is uh, the director, Robert Rodriguez, produced Robert Rodriguez, wrote, written Robert Rodriguez, music, cinematography, edited everything. He had his hand in everything. And Quentin Tarantino was there too, helping him out. Uh, But their movies, they were the higher person. And so it's like on Plantaire, Rodriguez was the last, you know, yes or no. But yeah. Quentin Tarantino could come in, he's like, no, you should change that line to this. And he'd look over at him, and he's like, yeah, yeah change that line to that. And then on <laughs> Death Proof, you know, Robert Rodriguez would say, this would be cooler to say. And he'd look at Quentin, and he's like, yeah, it would be. He's like, cool. <laughs> uh, this movie is amazing. Uh, so I cannot sing its praises any harder. I will try. Um, it's weird. Budget and money-wise, I got some things to say about that. There was some... Weinstein in a foot with the box office of this movie Ooh. of Reasons with Rose McGowan and things like that. Mm. Uh, so, uh, not, I don't know, it didn't get the respect that it deserved because everyone I hear that watched it said, it's fucking amazing. Like, it, you're there well, for like five hours. It's crazy, but. Like I have said, every time we do a Tarantino or Robert Rodriguez film, nobody likes it. Because it's Quentin Tarantino slash Robert Rodriguez. Like, nobody goes to see it in theaters because of that reason. Mm-hmm. Everybody loves it way after the fact, and they all become, like, cult classics. Yeah. But nobody fucking wants to go see it in the theaters because people... I don't know what it is about the two of them, but people don't really like 
specifically Quentin Tarantino, don't like his movies. Like, people just don't want to go, don't want to pay money to go watch his movies in theaters. Robert Rodriguez has fixed that a bit. He's done a lot of better things, more acceptable things, but Quentin Tarantino's movies all seem to be just like... His kid Yay. films, Robert Rodriguez knows where it's at. Spy Kids films makes his money like that. Well, they the, made a lot of money for Alita Battle Angel. Yeah. Oh, and he kids. did the uh, Sin City oh, yeah. movies, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, yeah. So, dude's got a good eye for things. So, uh, like always, we'll talk about this movie and do it. At some point, I want to do Death Proof. And I don't know how it would fit into any genre or something. It might just do, oh, be a side uh, thing. Oh, like, no. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Don't mind me. Yeah. <laughs> but I'll find a way to watch it because that movie is... Oh, man. So, like, that scene from The Simpsons when uh, uh, Nelson and Bart go see a movie. I forgot what movie it is. But, like, Nelson's, like, holding his heart and he's, like... And Bart's sitting there just bored. That, that's me <laughs> watching Death Proof. And like, ah. Was that when they were on the, the road trip to see Is that the what World it was? Fair? Yeah. It was either that or when Bart and Nelson become best friends. I think it's the road trip and they went to see something and he was so pumped and they're like, oh my god, I love it. Okay, so this bad boy, just like every Robert Rodriguez film, is in Texas. And so if you listen carefully, when anyone's in a car, there's always a nod to where and when. If you watch Death Proof, there is a tribute to Jungle Julia in this movie. So this one is actually after Death Proof. It makes sense because mm. the way it ends because there couldn't be a Death Proof. Kurt Russell can't be chasing women in a car if zombies are everywhere. So it makes, <laughs> makes more sense. But yes, uh, this one is actually after Death Proof. So it's really cool. And I like to think that the girls are fighting their way out of zombies somewhere else in Texas. And that'd be really cool. See Rosario Dawson and Zoe Bell fighting their best. So, uh, go-go dancer Cherry Darling is Rose McGowan's name in this movie. Um, she's not going anywhere with her life, and um, she actually quits for the, it's like the fifth or sixth time in this, her life to be a go-go dancer. She finally gives up, and she's walking, <laughs> and she's uh, walking home from her job. Huh? Go ahead. That's going to be really loud. <laughs> I was trying to get you to dump it into your bowl over no. here. You need a bigger bowl, though. Oh. Sitting here trying to talk about a podcast. You have your caramel corn. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, I need to watch this. <laughs> Whatever this is, I need to watch it. Oh, you gotta watch that one when the guy, he's like, you play, like, Fortnite for the first time with your friends. He's like, no, we're just gonna have some fun. And he's like, what are you doing? He's like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> like, the fuck, you're trash. That's literally the reason why I never started playing Overwatch. I joined when it was still the beta, and, like, I got in a party with all my friends, like, with some people I knew. And they were just, like, calling out things, and I'm just like... I didn't watch the YouTube videos. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> like, uh, was it, a? Uh... Pulp Fiction, like, John Travolta comes in, like, what the fuck am I? <laughs> so, uh, she runs into her mysterious boyfriend, Ray, L. Ray, and hey, that sounds... Yeah. Wait, you didn't say you were 
El Rey. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, if that name sounds familiar, it comes up in just about every Robert Rodriguez film. Uh, the Gecko Brothers in From Dust Till Dawn, they were heading to El Rey. Mm-hmm. Uh, El Rey, he, it's in Desperado in some way. Or I know his name is just El Mariachi, but I want to say that Rey is in there somewhere. Well, Rey means what, king in Spanish? Yes. Yeah, so it makes sense. So he always has this Ray. in this. I want to say yeah. it's Ray. Ray yeah. King. And so El Ray, uh, they meet at the Bone Shack. So a uh, restaurant owned by JT, one of my favorite characters in this goddamn movie. I love him. Uh, and so Cherry and Ray, they dated. And then they broke up because Ray didn't believe in her and all these things. And they don't really like each other. But Cherry needs a ride home. And he's like, I'll give you a ride. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> and so while this is happening, Lieutenant Muldoon and his friends are making a transaction with a chemical called DC2, codenamed Project Terror, uh, which was the name of a horror movie back in the day that Robert Rodriguez actually watched as a kid. And so he's like, I like that name, but I'm going to say Planet because it sounds cooler. <laughs> and so... Uh, it's a deadly biochemical agent, and so uh, when you breathe it in, it, it melts you, turns you into a zombie, or both, <laughs> sometimes. And um, some of the, uh, what's the word? Not hostages, test subjects yep. broke free. So two of them got out, and so uh, I feel bad for the guy that had those because he gets his balls cut off. And so there was going to be a side story about why that... Uh, chemical engineer wants testicles. Rodriguez said that that was going to be the actual cure. It was just in balls. And then he's like, eh, my God. He just kind of gave up on it. And so yeah. that, there's a reason he has a sack for just a bag full of balls. And he's like, it was going to, something was going to come of it. But then he's like, eh, I don't care. <laughs> and so Abby, uh, he gets jumped by Bruce Willis and all his men because they need the shit, as he calls it. The shit. DC2. He's like, where is the shit? He's like, it's everywhere, and he shoots the, the canister to get away. And so now the disease is all in the air. Everyone's breathing it in, getting bit. <laughs> it's horrible. And so while this is happening, while the fog is going around, Dr. Block, we check him out and his wife. And so the wife is messaging someone. He's like, I think my husband's starting to figure something out. So she has a plan. She's going to leave him tonight. And she's going to take the kid, Tony, and they're going to scoot off. But Dr. Block's... He knows something's happening, and so he has his own ideas of what's going to go down. I love these tiny little stories, and they all kind of converge when zombies pop up. But everyone's got their own issues, and they're dealing with it. And so the zombies are happening, the doctor, that. There we go. So uh, Fergie, sorry, her name is Stacy. Ferguson. Fergie. Hey, Stacy Ferguson, Fergie. She's in this movie. She is, uh, her car overheats, and so she's, she's at the bone shack, and so she I gets felt, water. I felt so stupid. I was like, who, why do I know her? Why does that look like Fergie? And he goes, because that's Fergie. And I was like, <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, I didn't know she was going to be in this, because, like, the names popped up at the beginning. I showed everybody's name. I was like, Stacy Ferguson. I was like, I don't know. I was like, oh, shit, that's Fergie. Fergie Ferg. <laughs> like, holy shit. 
And so Fergie's car uh, breaks down again because just she has a stripped, like, uh, was it radiator? Radiator cap. Mm-hmm. And she pours water in it. She's like, it's fine, it's fine. And then breaks down again. So she gets jumped by zombies trying to, like, stand in the middle of the street and, like, wave someone down and, like, trips and falls. Zombies drag her off and eat her. So Ray is driving with Cherry and uh, he's telling her a story about venison and how people, like, <laughs> pick up roadkill. That's what you do. I mean, it's free meat. And he's like, you know, you shouldn't swerve because if you're going fast enough, if you swerve, you're going to die. And then instantly, he's, he goes, oh, shit, and swerves the car and they crash. And she's like, I thought you said if you see something in a row, you don't fucking swerve. And he's like, that wasn't a deer. And then the door gets ripped open and zombies grab Cherry and drag her off. And then El Ray, at this point, you realize El Ray's pretty cool. He has a cool little... Uh, Robert Rodriguez, he actually said he wanted to make it kind of like a guitar case, like in Desperado, where you keep your weapons. Mm-hmm. And so he had a case in the back of his truck and kicks it open and he's got sweet ass rifle and he puts it together instantly and he's like, oh, time to go get my girlfriend. And so uh, he shoots the zombies away and Cherry got her leg eaten off. Eaten off. Ripped off, eaten off. Well, I guess it hasn't been ripped off because she didn't turn. Or maybe she... It's gone. It's... Otis, we'll get to that part later. Yeah. <laughs> so it's gone. And so Ray takes her to the hospital. The same hospital where Dr. Block discovered that Fergie was the one that was texting his wife. And so when she in, find, ends up dead with no brain, it's no brainer. And her Fergie head's... Ferg knew what to do with all the junk inside that lady's trunk. Yeah. <laughs> and so Dr. Block is like... You're cheating on me, and you were going to leave, so I'm going to kill you. And so he stabs her hands with her cool little antiseptic, like, Novocaine-filled sweet syringes. And he uh, is about to kill her. He's going to just, I guess, inject all this shit into her, like, eye. And then someone's like, hey, you need to see this, man. It's getting crazy out here. And he's like, I'll be back for you. And locks her up. And it is pandemonium in the hospital. And so in the... What, the zombie zombie guide of the apocalypse? The uh, mm. Max Brooks. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the places he says that you should not go to is a hospital. When things are starting to get kind of crazy infection-wise, hospital's the worst place. It's like ground zero for the infection. And so, little by little, the doctors realize we should probably fucking leave. And so he's like, you know, when you see... The hospital getting this bad. What do you? What's the first thing that comes to mind? He's like self-preservation. He's like, we need to go. And so the doctor's like, hold on, let me go get my wife. <laughs> and while uh, he's on his way, one of the oh yeah, I forgot about that guy. Uh, this dude came in early because he got bit, and he wouldn't tell him what bit him because he wouldn't believe him. And so Doctor Block's like, oh, your arm is like fucking like gangrene and like rabies, <laughs> all this stuff. We need to cut your arm off. Before he gets to your shoulder, and if it gets any further, we can't cut that off. And so, this man has zombified, and he has a cool bone saw in his hand, and he's just chopping into somebody. <laughs> bone saw! <laughs> and so, he sees Dr. Block, and he comes at him with the bone saw, and it comes out of the plug, and he's like, oh, I can't kill you. He it's cuts like, his glasses, yeah. and Josh Brolin's just sitting there like, fuck! <laughs> and it just, one side of his glasses falls off, and the other side's just sitting yeah. there. And I thought that was like, pretty cool. <laughs> and so, the uh, the guy with one arm, the one arm dude, squeeze like this, this pus ball on his face, and just smears it on Dr. Block's face. And so, Dr. Block is 
Infected. Turning, yeah, infected. Turning into a zombie. A smart zombie like Micah was talking about. He is smart as hell. <laughs> so, uh, while this is happening, Ray is talking to the sheriff. And the sheriff has issues with Ray. They don't fully go into what the issues are. But Sheriff Haig knows that Ray... Well, he doesn't know everything about Ray, but he's like, he knows 100% that that man should not have a gun in his hand because he's a dangerous person. So multiple times in this movie, Ray pulls out a gun and he's like, we need to kill these zombies. He's like, give me those goddamn guns. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, you are the last person that needs a gun. So Ray gets arrested and he's taken to the sheriff's office. And uh, my boy uh, Tolo, was it Tolo? Sheriff Tolo? Mm -hmm. Uh, He got his finger bit off by a person he arrested earlier. And so... They go out there, and there's zombies everywhere. And there's a really cool scene. You see Ray, he's like, he kind of leans out the door, and he's like watching. And then there's another scene, he's standing in the door frame, and Haig looks away and looks back, and he's gone. And he's like, <laughs> nope, 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 nope. And so, uh, one zombie gets killed, and he Ray tells him, don't touch him. He's like, well, what has he got? He's like, everything. <laughs> and finally, he gets out of his shackles, and... Uh, the sheriff's department is, like, on fire at this point. Cars are exploding. Cops drive up, just guns out, ready to kill zombies. And uh, Haig is like, hey, where are you going? He's like, I'm going to pick up Cherry at the hospital. At this point, hospital is the 100% worst place to be. <laughs> and Ray asks him, he's like, are you going to give me a gun? And Haig's like, are you fucking kidding me? And he's like, fuck it. Take some butterfly knives. And he's like, fuck it, I'm going to get my girlfriend. Goes in and is just destroying any zombie that gets in his, like, Bubble. Straight, honestly. (laughs) Because he's just cutting the swath to Cherry. And so he gets to Cherry's room, and he's like, oh, man, she's dead. But no, she just kind of put a sheet over her head, and she was hiding. And so Cherry is very depressed because she lost her leg, and she was going to be a stand-up comedian. And now she's really, really sad. And it's like, you know, some of the best jokes about crippled people. And that didn't help her. And he's like, well, I need you to get up. And she's like, I don't have a fucking leg. He's like, you're just crying over spilled fucking milk. He's like... He breaks a leg off a table, jams it into the nub, which it had a metal piece. They put a metal <laughs> nub on yeah. it, which would never happen. And so she said it. And it's not like, how amputations work. No. Yeah. And so he's like, you don't have a leg? He's like, now you got a leg. What are you going to do about it? And so what they did, they put her leg in a cast with like a green cast. And then they just change it to whatever they wanted it to be later. But her leg was actually straight out. And she had to learn how to walk <laughs> like a peg leg. And uh, she did all of her stunts that she could, all the cool stuff. And so um, they drive off to the bone shack and the hospital catches on fire and explodes everywhere. While this is happening, we see uh, Dr. Block's wife. She hops out a window. She gets away. And so she gets to the car. Her hands are still dead to her. Paralyzed. And so she gets gets the key in and she's got one of those old car doors. You have to press a button and pull. Uh, I remember in the theater... When she puts her, like, numb hand in the hold and uses her foot to try to open the door, everyone's like, no, don't do it. Hmm. And then she falls and you just hear the snap. And she's oh. like, <laughs> oh, my God. So her face when... when she's like, oh, oh. It's so <laughs> bad when her wrist snaps. <laughs> yeah, and she, you, you oh. know she's not crying because it hurt. You know she's crying because she knows the second her hands start getting feeling back. She's fucked. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Oh, Jesus. And then while turning on the car, she has to kind of use her mouth to get the key in there. 
she busts a tooth and you see her actually spit a tooth out mm-hmm. and later on just like kind of put like marker on her tooth to make it yeah <laughs> like it's shadow and so she gets home picks up tony the crazy babysitters which are related to robert rodriguez it's like his like nieces they freak out because like you know she, she was supposed to be there earlier and the person didn't pick up tony and they got shit to do and so she like beats them up with her legs kicks them out <laughs> And then they attack the car, and she drives off, and one falls. We're gonna kill you! (laughs) Like, snaps her leg, and so... They drive off, and uh, they're heading out, and they get to JT's bone shack, and zombies are everywhere, and they're scared that JT's dead, because he hasn't, like, come out to say hi, and usually does. The sheriff has a box called All or Nothing Box, and gives everybody a badge. He's like, y'all, deputize cops right now. Please don't shoot me. <laughs> right. And then Ray tries to grab a gun. He's like, give me that goddamn gun. <laughs> so still, Ray at this point does not have a gun. And um, uh, Dakota, that's her name. I'll just call her Mrs. Block, but she's not married anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Dakota, she uh, takes her son Tony toward, to her dad, Earl McGraw. And she's tells Tony to wait in the car and does one of the dumbest things you can do in a movie. And <laughs> she's like, okay, open that. Uh, glove compartment take this gun if anyone comes to the door I want you to shoot him he's like well, what if it's dad especially if it's dad <laughs> and she's like don't point it at yourself you blow your face off takes five steps gunshot goes off and Tony's dead <laughs> the original version Tony did not shoot himself and he actually survives to the end he's actually on the beach at the end and Robert Rodriguez he didn't tell his son that he died and so for all intents and purposes t- uh, his kid, I think it's Rocket Rodriguez. Uh, he thinks he's still alive in the movie. He never showed him the final version. So well, I'm he, sure he's seen it by now. Yeah, he told yeah, him. Yeah. He, he's like, one day I'll tell now. him, like, hey, Easter Buddy's not real. Santa Claus not real. And you died in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> you got your face blown off. And so uh, Dakota's all types of distraught at this point and losing her mind. And so Earl opens the door. He had to kill his wife, chopped her up because she turned to a zombie. And uh, they don't talk about why, but they don't really like each other. And she calls him, he calls her like useless and shit. Like, what the fuck? I told you not to come back here. (laughs) She's like, Daddy, it's not the time. He's like, ah. (laughs) And so while that's happening, uh, Cherry, Ray, hey, everyone's at JT's place. And they're coming up with some type of a plan. And there is a, usually what happens in these horror movies like this, there's always a, a... love scene Mm -hmm. and so in this one uh ray tells cherry that you took my jacket and i looked for it for two weeks and he's like well did you find what was in the pocket and so he actually got her a ring and he was going to give it to her but then she left and he looked for it for two weeks and then they make love and there's legs chair legs in the air and (laughs) it's an awesome it's an awesome love scene yes And so, sorry uh, for the inconvenience, theater staff. <laughs> yeah, Rodriguez <laughs> thought it would be really funny just to have a missing reel. He actually said that came from the way of he used to go to Quentin Tarantino's house all the time, and Quentin would have movies like this. He'd do like a double feature, and he would reel it all himself. And a couple of his movies had missing spots, and so he would put that in. And he's like, I don't. No one knows what happened there, and, and so he's like, I want to do that. And so he thought that would be a really funny scene, <laughs> and then just. He always thought it'd be funny after the missing reel, just madness. And you don't know how much time's gone by, but a, you've missed some important things. <laughs> and so when we get back from the missing reel, the bone shack is on fire. 
Sheriff Haig has been shot in the neck. <laughs> Tolo shot him at some point. And Sheriff understands who Ray is. He knows he is El Ray. And he's like, I can't believe I was giving you shit. He's like, if I knew who you were, you were like the El Ray, I wouldn't have been such an asshole. He's like, well, it's kind of a need to know basis. <laughs> and he's like, well, give him a gun. He needs him. And he's like... Give him all the guns. Yeah. And Sheriff Tolo's like, what are you talking about? You said all you the time... You just said he's don't like, no, do that. Give him all the guns. And he's spinning his guns. And oh, man, this movie's so fucking cool. And so now Ray's in charge. And so they have these ideas. And they come up with a plan that they're going to drive the fuck out of here. And so everyone has met up. So Dakota's there with her dad and Tony's corpse. She has not given up on it. She's holding it. Uh, the babysitter twins are there. The owner of the strip club is there. Everybody's there <laughs> in this. And so they hop in the, the car. Uh, Ray is on this tiny little mini bike that I want, but apparently they're illegal. But I would love to scoot around going, what, zero to 50 in four seconds. I'd love to do that. <laughs> and uh, they're driving out of town. And so there's a big wall of zombies. And they're like, we don't have enough bullets for this. Lo and behold, they're saved. Hooray. By Bruce Willis's people. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> And they get knocked out, and they're put into quarantine, because apparently they're still human, and so maybe there's a way to fix their problem. And so Bruce Willis, uh, he comes up with this ridiculous story. He doesn't come up with it. This is why he is zombified with his soldiers. So they're in what, Afghanistan, and they find uh, Osama bin Laden, but they weren't supposed to find him, and they kill him. They weren't supposed to do that. And so they were punished by having to test DC-20. And so he's like, I told my men I would save them, and I'm doing whatever it takes. And so they all run out, and everyone's there is mummifying and melting and shit. And so Bruce Willis is dead. He gets shot up. And so while that's before that happened, actually, um, Cherry and Dakota get grabbed by two very evil men, and uh, they take them somewhere else because they're going to try to rape them. Which happens in a lot Even of these in cages. films. Yeah. Well, if you look them up on IMDb, you're literally Tarantino rapist is one, rapist number one, yeah. <laughs> and other guys rapist number two. And yeah. so uh, he learns that Cherry was a go-go dancer. He's like, "Well, we'll dance," and he pulls out a gun. She's trying to dance, you know, on her, you know, trying not leg. to die. Her one leg, on her so, one leg. Yeah, and she yeah. still got the, you know, and. Uh, it's bad. And, you know, Quentin Tarantino is like, I've seen a lot of weird things in my life. I've seen a stripper with one boob, seen all these things, but I've never seen a one legged stripper. <laughs> and I've been I've to seen Morocco. A stripper with 12 toes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I've been to Morocco. And uh, <laughs> he yells, break a leg, break it off. <laughs> uh, the lines are absurd in this part. And uh, this scene, you can feel it's very Quentin Tarantino. Uh, all the lines, it just feels like he did this scene 100%. Uh, so Cherry, she does like this roundhouse, like Walker, Texas Ranger kick to him, knocks him down, and uh, jams the... Breaks her leg, finally. Yeah, jams the thing into his eye, and he's like, oh my god! And so, uh, the DC-20's running off, and he's like, fuck it! You know, fuck it! And he takes his pants off, and his penis is melting at this point. He's like, fuck it, fuck it, I'll be quick, I'll be quick. And so... <laughs> Uh, Ray comes in uh, with the biochemical engineer, and they save the day, and Ray's like, I got something for you. And he says this really cool line, I'm sad that I don't know it. Like, 100%, he's like, I believe in you. I believe you're destined for more. You're destined for greater things, even more than me. And it's like, I got you for this. And he puts 
fucking M4 with a grenade launcher on her leg. Her leg is now a machine gun. And he's like, can you open that door for me? And she, like, grenade launches the zombie away, kills all these zombies in there, and so now she is awesome. And so she has the scene by herself, and she launches herself into the air with the, the power of the grenade launch. <laughs> And flies through the air, and she's killing. When she was running with that stupid leg, I was like peeing the couch. I couldn't stop laughing. She, her arms gallop. (gasps) I mean, I guess that's how you walk in a full leg cast. But I was like, yeah. uh, But like I said before, all these scenes, all these things, Rose McGowan did it herself because she she said it would look better if she was actually doing it, not like. Oh, we have to kind of show this person from this angle. Yeah. No, it was Rose McGowan did everything, and it was really cool. And so while she's standing there looking at the explosion that she made, she puts on some aviators. Evil zombie gets up, like in Team America. He comes out of the fountain, and he's about to shoot her in the back. Ray comes up and shoots a zombie, and that zombie, already taking 500 bullets at this point, turns and shoots Ray five billion times. So, oh no, Ray's down, and it's sad. And he's like, you know, don't worry. <laughs> You're way cooler than me. You're now the new hero. And she's like, I thought it was going to be two against the world. And he's like, it will be. be. Touches her stomach and he says, I never miss. (laughs) In the theater, everyone was like, ah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, also the sex scene that they had earlier was just like the most over the top like attempt at like nice sex scene. It was so (laughs) ridiculous. Looks back at him. And her, like, wooden leg. Is yeah. A <laughs> it's a mess. And Jesus. so, uh, while that was all happening, uh, tons of people died. Abby, the cool guy with the bag of testicles, he got his face peeled off. Uh, he, like, now looks around the corner. Hairs. And he's like, looks again, and his face goes away. He will never be anything but Saeed to me. Yeah. That's 100% the truth. <laughs> Saeed from Lost. He That's straight up looks like be. somebody bear-trapped from the inside of his head out. Mm-hmm. It literally just went... That was terrible. Yeah. Dr. Block, the smartest zombie ever, like, figured out where the fuck they were going and gets there before them, and he's just hiding in the helicopter. He's like, I told you I was going to get you. I'm going to get you. going to eat your brains and gain your knowledge. And so uh, (laughs) Dakota's dad comes in and shoots seven bullets from his six-shooter, and he actually asked Robert, he's like, I think I shoot seven shots. Should we fix that? He's like, no. Well, this is not the movie. This is not the movie we worry about stuff like that. He's like, oh, okay. <laughs> and so shoots him seven times and said he never liked him. He said he was as useless as a pecker on a pope. <laughs> Younger, I didn't get it, but I get it now. And that's pretty useless. <laughs> uh, and so Ray's original idea was to go to Mexico, put their backs against the water and defend a place. And so... That's what they do. They head to Mexico on the helicopters, and it's beautiful, and Cherry is the cool hero of the story, and so she leads people from everywhere. She goes out and saves people and brings them back to Mexico, and this zombie just hops out of nowhere, and this little girl's about to get grabbed. Cherry uh, moves her dress out of the way, and you think, like, oh, she's going to use that machine gun she got. No, sir. She now has a minigun on her leg. (laughs) (laughs) And it spins up, because it shoots so many bullets in a second, and peels this zombie apart. And so now she has a minigun for her leg, which I think is really, really cool. And now she's like, she's talking, I guess, to Ray's ghost and says, like, you know, 
this place is beautiful. She's beautiful. She's got a kid on her back. And it's like, you know, two against the world. I'm like, oh, it's so cute. And so it was a really, really, really good movie. Oh, my God, I forgot. Nah, don't edit this. Let's just say it right now. I forgot about the trailer at the beginning of the movie. <laughs> Machete. 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 So uh, this, I'll tell you later real quick. Uh, this idea, so after he did Desperado, when we had... Um, Danny Trejo, in the movie, he was like, this dude needs a movie of his own. And he came up with the idea that he's a day laborer, and they're like, hey, we need you to kill somebody. We'll give you 20000 bucks." And he's like, wow, that's a lot of money. Because he's like, he would say that a day laborer, for them, 20000 is a lot. You know, for a, a hitman, it's like, that's peanuts. He's like, it would work. And so, and he find out he's like a federal, he's like a hardcore dude, and he's like, we tried to betray him. Oh my God, he's going to kill us. And yeah. so, that idea... Became a movie. It started as the trailer for this in this movie, and then became a fucking legit ass movie. The second one's <laughs> really good. Lady Gaga's like an assassin in it. It's fucking great. Oh, and the first one was good too. Yeah, Sophia Vergara's got like what missiles in her boobs. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Uh, they're it gonna make. The, they want to make a third one. Spy Kids in it, didn't it? Yeah. Oh, she looks. She's great. like older. <laughs> yeah. Alexa, Alexa Vega. Vega. Yeah. yeah Alexa she Vega. Looks she was great. looking good in that uh, movie too. They did a fake trailer for the third one, and he has a machete, but it's a lightsaber. I it mean, like came out. I would but it's love a machete, third machete. Shape. Danny Trejo is but, amazing. But they said they want to go to space. So much. They said the third one's going to be in space if it happens. That's hilarious. Yeah. If they can make Jason go to space. We can make Machete go to yeah. space. That's hilarious. Uh, but I'm yeah, here for it. when that trailer uh-huh. went off, uh, everyone was losing their minds. I was, I like looked at my friends from across the theater. And I was like, I hope that's a real movie one day. Yeah, that better become and a it movie. Became a real movie, and I was like, hell yeah. So. Uh, Planet Terror, it's great. It's absurd. You have to kind of relax and watch this. Uh, the whole movie, I forgot to bring it up, the whole movie has a scratchy feel to it because with those old Grindhouse films, there weren't that many copies of it. And so they would send it off to other theaters. And the more you use a roll, it just degrades. And so what they did, they actually like went in and fucked with it, like personally. Uh, anytime a lot of zombies are on screen, it gets worse. Mm-hmm. And he thought that was a really cool effect. Uh, anytime Dr. Block was doing something, it got really, really bad. Or uh, Bruce Willis's character. Yep. It got terrible when they were changing. Uh, this movie's awesome. So, uh, <laughs> what was everybody's favorite character in Planet Terror? Katie. Uh, my favorite character was Dr. Dakota Block. Um, she was a fucking badass. And her like little gun that she kept in her... Right. Her on her gun. leg, her little needle gun that had the paralytics in it was so dope. She was so good with it. Like, I don't know. Her character is definitely underrated in this film, I think. I think everyone focuses too much on Cherry and Ray and not enough on the side characters. And I think she was just fucking badass. Like, she just wanted to protect her kid and get the fuck away from her shitty husband. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she ends up being a hard ass. That scene where she fucking opens the car door... <laughs> hurts me every time I watch it. Yup. But she's such a badass through the whole thing. Like, she's fucking great. Uh, Emma. Uh, well, I agree with Dakota. That was one of mine. But the leg is my favorite character. In <laughs> 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 yeah, because that was That metal incredible. stump they put in it. Such a fucking when she's mess. running through the hospital with that, and he lets go, and she's like, "Fuck!" Oh, that was brilliant. Anyway, Micah, go ahead. Um, uh, I liked Ray. 
Um, That's descriptive. It was, <laughs> I'm sorry. I liked El Ray. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know it was El Ray. <laughs> well, I had done that. <laughs> well, if he gets to be El Barto. <laughs> um, he was a very unorthodox, like... Almost like we so we've been watching a bunch of World War Two movies recently, and so it's always like, oh, the 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 leader went down. Now we have to send in this guy, and he's like, yeah. dude, I've been in the I've been in the military for like two weeks. Wait, wait, I'm in charge now. <laughs> that's that's kind of how it felt, except for he was just uh, he took it in stride, even yeah. when they when it's like, oh wait, I still have a car. <laughs> you got three blown tires. The, the engine's blown and you got three pop tires. Yeah, but I have a, a, a pocket, pocket bike pocket in the bike truck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's just riding down the pocket bike, but the first thing he does is pop a big old fat wheelie. <laughs> That's what you got to do, man. You got to scoot just, away. He made the best of what he had. <laughs> yep. But uh, no, uh, ditto on that favorite character, Ray, Ray slash Cherry. Uh, them together, they were great. I love that he did a lot of tough love with her. She just lost a leg, and he tells her, you need, we need to get the fuck out of here. And she's like, I don't have a leg. And he's like, ugh. Just gives her a, a table leg. He's like, got a leg. We need to get the fuck out of here. And she's like, why don't you carry me? He's like, you didn't want me to carry you before. I'm not doing it now. And tons of times he lets her go, and he's like, I got to kill this zombie real quick. He's like, you need to walk. He starts the car and just starts driving off. And she has to, like, she's holding on to the side and gets into it. Uh, he's very tough to her because he's like she made it. She made a comment about that after it happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you know, zombies are everywhere. You got to get tough real quick, and so it paid off because she became awesome. And he, but he told her that, and he's like, you know, you got to be better than me. You got to be better than everything because you deserve to be because you're awesome. And so please, <laughs> I hope this gun leg helps you. Uh, but yeah, Ray and Cherry, they were awesome. So, Katie, who was your least favorite character? Rapist number one. <laughs> Quentin like, Tarantino. I dislike his character the most in probably every Quentin Tarantino slash Robert Rodriguez movie we have watched. And I don't know why his character, like why they always write his character to be such a fucking prick. But in every movie, he plays the worst guy in the movie. Well, I think he likes getting killed, and so he's like, make me terrible. Well, yeah, so but when I like, die, everybody's like, but yay. everyone <laughs> in this movie gets killed anyways. Like, yeah. there wasn't a need for him to be a rapist or for his dick to fall off or for, <laughs> like, any That's of the shit that happened. Like, for him, ugh, just any of it. Yeah. And it, But it's like that in all of the movies. Like, he's always the guy with the weird foot fetish and, like, all this weird shit in every film. And it's just... He's the least likable character in a movie full of shitty ass people. Yeah. <laughs> so, Quentin Tarantino as rapist number one is my least favorite. Emma. I literally wrote rapey soldiers. So, <laughs> yep. <laughs> Disgusting. When he literally said, I'ma go get my dick wet. I was like. She's got one leg. He's like, easier access. He's like, hmm. he's got a point. <laughs> I looked at Micah and I was like, Fuck no. Oh, not okay. Oh, my God. Hmm. Are you really having to think about this? 
Oh yes. dear. Right. I got distracted. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, apologies. Um, no. I'm going to say Bruce Willis because what an underwhelming main villain. And, but that goes back to the whole situation. You can't have him too much because it's too much money. <laughs> so he popped up a little bit and he's like, Fair. oh, he's dead. He's like, oh, he's well, dead. Well, he didn't have to be there that much, but like he just went so quickly at the end yeah. without any like. They, they didn't even really need to shoot him. He was already melting and shit. They're like, right. They're like, <laughs> shot him because he was. Yeah, but yeah, it just makes sense with the whole situation of like, you're a lot of money. We got three scenes and you can go away because <laughs> we don't have enough money to give you. Uh, no, uh, actually, I didn't like Dr. Block that much. Oh, he yeah. just popped he up like, asshole. he was a smart zombie. Mm-hmm. And me and Michael were talking about it. We don't like smart zombies. And he was like, I'm evil like them and they don't bite me or fight me. He was fueled by his hate. But I know where I'm going. And I know, oh, she's going to go this way. Let me walk over here He was quick. fueled by his hate. He didn't he jump was, in a car. He like, was I already walked. But everywhere. he was already hateful. He had been hateful the whole yep. movie. Like, he was getting ready for work and saw his wife making a text and was immediately like, that bitch cheating on me, I'm murdering her at work. Like, <laughs> immediately that was the thought that went through his head. Then he went to work and tried to murder her, then zombies broke out and he couldn't murder her. He only had murdering his wife on his mind. Yep. So, like, I don't know that he was necessarily a, a smart <laughs> zombie, but it just never went, that idea never went away. And there is, like, a transition time for these zombies. It's not like you get bit and you're instantly a zombie. Because that dude got bit and then came into the hospital and had time to, like, explain a whole bunch of shit before he was full-on, like, grotesque walking around biting people zombie. That's true. So they're at some point between when that guy spits in the doctor's face and when he shows up to to find her, like, there's... He's still mostly human yeah. through yeah. a lot of that. At the end, he looked shitty. And yeah. I was like, oh, he's still talking? I'm like, this is weird. But yeah, no. Dr. Block, he was a mess because he was a smart zombie. And I guess he had a scooter in his back pocket because he got really, really far not driving a car. He could have driven. I suppose. Yeah. Again, he was still human. Hmm? When he left the hospital, he was still human. <laughs> he had just a couple zombies in the backseat just driving places. No. Just he was case. still human <laughs> when he left. And maybe the intelligence of a zombie at the end of, like, when they're fully turned has something to do with your, their intelligence before. Hell, I don't know. Because that would make sense. <laughs> All the other yokels in the town were just garbage. And then he was, a, like, a legitimate doctor. Hmm? Big brains, you know. <laughs> I'll have a smart z- zombie. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have a smart zombie. Zombie. Yeah, I don't know why you're adding these words before it. No, you're just a zombie. Uh, well, they actually call mm-hmm. them uh, psychos in this movie, but they're zombies. Yeah. He's well, I like, necessarily think like... he was smart. I just think it took takes probably longer for oh, yeah. the effects. It makes yeah. sense. And like, some... The higher your intelligence and is they needed some type is, of monster. Like, the longer it takes. You're not super stupid because we need you to get over here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, he and was they get mo- shot. He was more of a villain than Bruce Willis in this movie, so... Yeah. Well, we'll talk about the real villain in this movie when we talk about the budget in the box office. Talk about the <laughs> real villain. So, seven word synopsis. Yay. Come on, phone. So, I'll go first. I only think I have, I think I just have one. And it's my, oh, I have two. Uh, this one is from the trailer. 
they just fucked with the wrong Mexican. Uh, that was the line in Machete, right before he throws the machete real hard. Like, they just fuck with the wrong Mexican. I fucking love that. Uh, it's God, like Machete is so the good. the best line. And then, that boy's got the devil in him. Uh, when Ray gets all the guns, he just starts spinning them, and everybody's like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he's Jay- literally, like, Yosemite Samming it, and everyone's yeah. like, oh, shit. And then JT in the back, he just nods. He's like, that boy's got the devil in him. And I was like, that is the coolest fucking line. <laughs> Say and it's awesome, and he instantly becomes the leader at that point. He's like, "Okay, everybody outside!" And they shoot a lot of zombies. Like, everybody back inside! And they're like, "Holy <laughs> shit, there's a lot of zombies out there!" Uh, but no, that was ugh, love this goddamn movie. Katie, Tarantino is a creep. Changed my mind. Yeah, <laughs> I like his movies, but I don't know anything about him personally. He see, hey. He ain't doodling anybody. Well, okay, so. not in real life. In uh, his movie. In oh, every yeah. movie. Every fucking movie. In Django, he was like Australian, but racist. He got exploded. Yeah, I'm not saying <laughs> Quentin Tarantino for real. Rapist number one was too many words. So, <laughs> Tarantino is a creep. <laughs> rapist number one. Okay, Bob, you're going to be rapist number he two? Just, he always plays a creep in all his movies, like I already said. And, yeah, that's what it is. There's... He has this thing where he just loves being the creepiest guy in the movie or, like, the shittiest dude, and it's a lot. There's got to be something there, like, um, the boy ain't right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Micah. Gonna eat brain and get your knowledge. Yeah. So, fun fact, that line. I, I, it like I that. was I'm like, sorry. why did you sing it? Uh, fun fact, that line, uh, his son just said it one day, and he's like, can you say that again in the movie? And just, yeah, go, go to eat your brains and gain your knowledge. He's like, that's really fucking weird. <laughs> he's like, glad you say that. Mm-hmm. And so he added it in the movie because he's like, that's really weird. But yeah. Okay. I have dollar bills for days for Rose McGowan. Because mm-hmm. Jesus, the opening five minutes of this movie, I was like, Whew. all right. Yep. Looks like a no brainer, huh? <laughs> no brain. I literally could not stop laughing. Oh, Fergie. Uh, the unseen audition tape for Brolin's Thanos. <laughs> right? He was lumpy. He was an absolute asset. Uh, every bit as uncomfortable as it looks. And then my alliterative ball sack box begins bursting blisters but bloody buddies. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. Yeah. Good they shoot that thing and all the balls fall out. And I was like, what is happening? <laughs> so this movie came out April 6, 2007. Man, that was a long time ago. Damn, almost 14 years old. Yeah. Uh, what do you cool cats and kittens think <laughs> the budget? I'm really going to need you to stop saying that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I need her to just, you know, get eaten or something. Would that stop you from saying it? Because she hasn't been relevant in eight years. <laughs> You keep I thought she was on Dancing with the Stars or something. Okay. She was. Yeah, uh, like six seasons ago. Dancing with the Stars seasons, like four episodes. It was last year. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so uh, it's weird budget-wise because it's hard to find a split budget for both of them mm-hmm. because they kind of just shared money with this. But what do you guys think the budget for Grindhouse is? I can't find one split. I don't know. I won't, I don't want to split down the middle because... I think this movie probably was cheaper than Death Proof because they used like uh, antique cars and like destroyed a lot of them. 
10 million dollar dues. 10? Uh, Micah. 14.2. 14.2. Emma. Uh, if we're doing the whole grindhouse, I'm going to go 50. 50 bones. 50 dollar dues. And Emma is the closest. Uh, so budget Maybe. was around 53 to 67 dollar dues. Wowie. For both. Uh, it's really tough to find split, but I guess you could say 25. Uh, All I right. Suppose, but... Okay. Now, what do you think the box office for Planet Terror? So what happened was when the movie first, actually I'll explain this afterward. What do you guys think the, the box office for Planet Terror was? Uh, do you have split information? Yes, ma'am, I do. Okay. Then I am going to say 50 million. For Planet Terror. Micah. 72. 72. Emma. Uh, 41. 41. That's cute, y'all. Emma wins because she was the closest, but y'all all all went grossly over. Box office for Planet Terror was $10.9 dues. Owie. So, uh, the real villain of this movie was not a zombie, was not a doctor. It was a Weinstein. So... (laughs) When That's, it came to yeah, Rose McGowan and her stories that Bill, no, Bob, no, not Bob, what's the other one? Harvey. Harvey raped her uh, for one of uh, the auditions and raped her back in the day. And he didn't want her to get cast in anything. But Robert Rodriguez was dating her at the time. And he's like, That's going to piss him off. You're hired. And she got the job as Cherry. Bob Weinstein was like, I'm fine with this. Go ahead. So, um, there are lots of rumors that uh, Harvey, he slashed the ad budget for this movie, which sadly successfully hurt it at the box office. I remember hearing about this movie, but I didn't see a lot of things about it. But I did hear that, oh, it's going to be a zombie movie, it's going to be two movies together. And I heard Quentin Tarantino and Robert Rodriguez. I'm like, I love these guys. I'm going to watch it. But yeah, the, the ad budget... Just got destroyed, and they didn't show anything anywhere. It's a damn shame. Fuck yes. Harvey Weinstein. Uh, yes, it is a super damn shame, because all the reviews are like, this movie's awesome. And it, it's ah, it sucks that it didn't get the money that it made. Uh, Quentin Tarantino and Robert Rodriguez talked about it. They were like, it sucks, you know? It, it just happens like that. But every place we went and we watched the viewings, everyone loved it. So I'm like, at least we know they liked it. It's just a shame that none of people saw it to make money. Later on, they split the movies up and did it like that. And so after all of those di- multiple viewings of it and showings, they got up to like $67 reduce as a box office. So they kind of made their money, but it was just a little more effort that they needed to make. These movies should have made double their, their budget, honestly. Yeah. Easy. Um, but yeah, <laughs> Weinstein really fucked with these movies. Uh, it's a shame, but... They're awesome now, and everyone knows about them, so... It, I guess that's what really matters, because uh, Quentin Tarantino went off to make, like, Inglourious Bastards, and uh, Django Unchained, and, like, great movies, so he's good. There's no, like, oh, you made that one shitty, like, movie about Kurt Russell chasing women on a car. We're never making a movie again in Hollywood. He's like, okay. <laughs> you know, he That happened, he's like, fuck it, I got a idea with Jamie Foxx as, like, a slave killing white dudes and they're like okay go ahead and make it and he's like cool uh but yeah this didn't hurt either of them but it just sucks because this movie should have made way more than 10 million dollars big time uh, mm-hmm. i went to the theater and saw this three times 
both of them and sat there with my friends because I thought this movie, movies, was amazing. And so, it just stinks. And so, uh, yeah. Uh, does anybody else have anything else to say about Planet Terror? It was hilarious. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. Watch it if you get the chance. Yeah, it's it's great. Like I said, it's a crazy zombie film. Uh, I'm actually excited for a couple more this month. Uh, it should be pretty solid, but this was one of my like top ten of all time. And so, I because we did the first month, uh, Mike and I were sitting here a couple days ago trying to think of zombie films, and Mike was like, "Damn it, man!" Like we did the good ones the first year. <laughs> I'm like, "Fuck, I can't think of one." And I was like, "Ooh, Planet Terror." That's a zombie. It's like, fuck it. I got mine. Mike is like, man. <laughs> Mike is sitting there trying to think of his. But, uh, yeah, I'm very curious about next year. I'm like, shit. Because <laughs> we've done all my favorites. Shaun of the Dead's gone. Dawn of the Dead's gone. I'm like, shit. So, uh, but no. So, uh, if you have any other cool, fun, zombie fun facts, I don't have one about this movie. But you can tweet us at. Allentown Pod. We have an email it is. AllentownPresents at gmail.com. We have a Facebook at AllentownPresents. Uh, so yeah, if this is your first episode, <laughs> it's a really good one. It's one of my favorites. I should put a list of my favorites that we do. I've been trying my best to make sure like <laughs> one a month is like, oh, I love this movie. Uh, but yeah, I love showing you guys like some of my favorite scary movies. Some of them are shitty like, like Brain Dead, And some of them are good like this. But <laughs> Uh, I just like seeing you guys like watch this like was that baby a zombie? I'm like yes, yes sir it was. <laughs> he was beating that baby in the street. Yes he was. Why did he go inside of his mom? I don't know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there's crazy movies out in this world like that. So I love showing my friends those. But yeah, if this is your first one, welcome. There are 124 other episodes. We do a lot here, so just watch them. Or if you've been here since the beginning, what up, Guido? We did Planet Terror. Uh, Guido keeps giving me ideas for movies. One of these months, I think next year, we're going to do just Guido month. And I'm going to let him pick four, and which is probably going to be terrible. But I'll like them. <laughs> it's probably going to be some <laughs> terrible movies. He shows me something. He's like, oh, man, you got to watch this, this bubble. I'm like, that sounds horrible. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no. But if you thank you for listening. For Katie, Emma, Micah, Puppy Dog somewhere. Uh, this is the Spooky Movie Squad. We love doing this. And we'll be back very, very soon. With another zombie film. Okay, bye guys. Bye. Toots. You listen to this podcast or I'll raise your rent higher than a Georgia pine. <laughs> um, 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 um. I'll never tell you the secret of my podcast. Even if I'm bleeding like a stuck pig, I'll never tell you. <laughs>